listening to The Cubecast. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cubecast. Uh, we're here with myself, Christy, and our guest today, uh, Brody Shaw, from uh, coming in all the way from Calgary. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, coming on, Brody. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. How you doing? I'm doing great. I just uh, just went back to work after a six month break, Dang. so I'm in a bit of a transition period, uh, kind of trying to figure out like a new schedule and everything. But it's good to like talk to people again in person, like just strangers interacting, being friendly. It's nice. Right. It feels good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good feeling to see yeah. people again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you come out of a out of hibernation a little bit and be like, ah, oh, yeah. people. Totally. <laughs> Not just digital people. <laughs> right? Yeah, this weekend the roads were really heavy. Um, I just live out of town, Brody, and uh, it, it's cottage country. And the, uh, the roads were packed. And I'm just like, oh, oh, it's Friday. Uh, right. Yeah, everyone's yeah. coming out to cottage country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've, uh, I've noticed that most people I've talked to, I've only had like, one or two people that have been grumpy but most people i think are in the same boat they're just stoked cool. to be back out in public being able to just converse with people face to face um which is good so hopefully all the rude people don't come to my work <laughs> um have there uh, have you been training during the lockdown as well like or so i haven't really been training it's been kind of a weird period in my parkour career for me mm. i guess because i went from working at a parkour gym to working at a trampoline gym so i started training there a lot more so my like on concrete skills started going downhill a little bit so my air yeah. awareness started going up a bit um but i was also at kind of a point where uh, i was getting really bad knee pain mm. because mm. i slowly found out that when i do jumps it's all just with my thigh muscles like none of my glute muscles at all so there's right. no balance there so it just tugs on my knees really badly so i kind of stopped doing as much like i guess pure parkour and started doing just more trampoline stuff um yeah. and then through quarantine I, I haven't really been doing any training um mm. i've been skateboarding a little bit but yeah I saw i'm that. at a point where i want to get back into parkour but i have to relearn how to jump using the proper muscles so i don't get this knee pain right right you know what that's funny you say that because Tom and I just uh, got the knees over toes um, program and we put okay. it up for our athletes because have, like, have you heard about the I haven't what stuff? is that Dan? you haven't yet okay this is no, gonna change your life buddy. I'm oh, so excited, excited now <laughs> okay do you want to take it do you want to explain it Tom sure I'm like I was just talking about this earlier actually uh, today <laughs> but. Uh, this guy, you have to look him up on Instagram or YouTube. Okay. This knees over toes guy. That's literally his name. Knees over toes guy. Yeah, writing this down. Ben. Yeah. Ben something. Yeah. yeah, Ben Patrick. Patrick, there you go. Yeah. This dude is terrible. He had terrible knees, like torn. I think a torn ACL and a fake. He had like partial knee replacement. Oh wow. Dude had messed up knees, but okay. he's just went hard on researching it mm -hmm. and found these exercises to do and he can jump on concrete like he's on trampoline it's nuts wow it's yeah. wild 
No, no, that's the expression. What you just did there was the expression that people get when you see this. Like, um, I just started to do backwards walking today for 10 minutes. Like, that's so hard. But, um, (laughs) and then I did the, uh, I can't can't pronounce the next movement, but it's, you put your butt up against the wall and then you kind of put your uh, feet on the ground and like fully extend the legs. Tib raises. Thank you. Oh, okay. oh yeah. they call it, that's the abbreviated. Yeah, the, the tib raises. raise, yeah. There you go. Yeah, tibialis. And then um, I do those and I'm just like, really? Like two sets of 15? Like, wow. It just um, ignites different muscles or, um, in, you know, just, I know because I come from a bodybuilding soccer background, mm-hmm. but like this simple movement, I was like, call Tom or text Tom on the third day I was just doing the ones on Instagram. I'm like, my, my quads are like killing at the tendon. And like, it's, it's a good, like actually building muscle. Nice. So we invested yeah. in, yeah. You know, that sounds yeah. awesome. Know, like, oh my like, gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we're pretty close in age here and we've been probably training for around similar lengths. So definitely at that point too, I'm like, I got to really start making yeah. sure my knees are, right. are good. Mm-hmm. Right. So definitely there's actually Thierry in that, I think first mentioned this guy to me because he's doing it. Okay. But man, it's uh, personally, I think it's helped me a lot. I've only been doing it for like a few months now, Mm -hmm. but you got to check it out. Yeah. Anyone anyone listening to it, check it out. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, I'm definitely like, even just the last maybe like three ish years, I've noticed like I can feel like, not that I'm that old, but like I can feel the difference now from when I was younger, for sure. Like even just from being, uh, in like my early twenties to now, like getting closer to my late twenties, it's like I really gotta do this properly if I want to get back into it and mm-hmm. be able to keep doing mm-hmm. it. It's true. Yeah, that's the thing with aging and parkour. Hey, you yeah. just have to give everything more thought now, <laughs> right? <laughs> what and do it's you just do like, it? sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was no, say, it. it's just like my my uh, original teacher said. He's like, you better stretch or you're going to regret it. And I was like, I won't regret it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here you are. I fully Thinking regret it. But like, maybe I could have done a little more stretching. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's like good to go and ho- like just how you are too. Like, hmm. you're not going to stretch before like something might happen. You're just going to go into it. But oh. what, what do you do for injuries, Brody? Like, do you have a, a massage therapist? Do you go to, like, um, a chiropractor or a naturopath? Or do you just, like, um, what's your method? So, typically, if I do get injured, I do have a, a chiropractor that I go to every month. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll typically kind of ask him what the right thing to do is. And I've done, like, acupuncture in the past. And I, I have gone to see my naturopath. I don't think specifically about injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, like, I haven't had too many really bad injuries. Good. Like, I don't think I've had anything that was, like, bad bad like broken mm-hmm. limbs or anything but i've had small injuries that ended up taking up a long time to heal right. so like um i overextended my shoulder and i inflamed a tiny little tendon that holds another tendon down mm-hmm. that was all that was injured but it made it so i couldn't lift my arm any higher than like 90 degrees for like six months wow. because it was just super inflamed so i did some acupuncture for that and i mm-hmm got a bit of chiropractor work done on it just to like help the area out because it wasn't moving as much. And that one took like a year to heal. Yeah, I agree with that. But it was such a tiny, insignificant little muscle that just was really pissed off, I guess. That's all it takes for the body to fall apart. Hey, (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
one little thing and yeah cascading effect that's of... it <laughs> so um you haven't been training much parkour then um have you been uh, doing like other cross training do you are you you know one for doing weightlifting or calisthenics mm. to complement parkour training or are you more parkour to do parkour to yeah so parkour is kind of my main like exercise i guess yeah. i'm just so unmotivated when it comes to anything that's like i guess linear mm -hmm. um, so like just lifting weights bores the hell out of me and just yeah. running i'm like this is so boring so that's not very yeah. exciting but i have actually yeah. started um exploring skateboarding again recently so i initially like started skateboarding i would skateboard like every day all summer long and I did that for a few years until I learned about parkour and switched over to that. So it's been interesting going back to skateboarding huh. and like yeah. trying to remember how to do all these more or less insignificant movements when it comes to the grand <laughs> scheme of skateboarding. Like yeah. if you think about it, an ollie in itself compared to everything else in skateboarding is super simple. Yeah. But me, it's like, this is this crazy thing I can do. I can ollie up onto a ledge that's three inches high. That's amazing. That's <laughs> all it really though. cool being back at a point where like I'm a, a beginner at something and every little accomplishment is cool. Cause I find, yeah. I found it got to a point in parkour where it was like, Oh, well, I can't do a double side flip. I'm not progressing enough. You know, <laughs> like that might be a bit yeah. of an extreme example, but like everything just starts getting bigger and bigger and right. bigger to yeah. a point where it's harder to reach those bigger um, goals. Yeah. Right? But right now skateboarding, I can do the tiniest thing. And I can do 10 tiny different things every day. And I'm like, yes, I'm progressing right. so much. This is awesome. Yeah. So it's it's giving me a different, I guess, perspective on learning something that I haven't had in a long time. And yeah. I'm excited to kind of translate that into relearning, I guess, and getting comfortable with parkour again because it's been so long. Yeah, it starts like, I don't know, it gets your like mindset in a different space, hey? Mm -hmm. You start approaching things differently. And I think that's pretty common too for like longer, at least people we've talked to on here that have been training a bit longer, they'll get into like rock climbing or mm -hmm. skateboarding to have that sense of like more rapid progression. Totally. Yeah. Cause when yeah. you, you first start parkour, like maybe not for everybody, but I know for me and like my friends that I started with, like we were learning things like super fast. And yeah. it feels good to be able to learn something new and then put it in a line and then learn another thing new and put it in a line. And that just like goes away after a while. Like you hit that plateau. Yeah. So yeah, having that different yeah. perspective is really, really refreshing. I can see that. Yeah. I yeah. see a lot of um, parkour enthusiasts, parkour people. Yeah, we're going to start changing the <laughs> vocabulary now. Let's yeah. Get rid of tracers, right? It's parkourists. It's just, thing, it right? sounds like a stutter. It's, 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 um, parkour. Parkour eyes. Use, <laughs> anyway, anyway, parkour people. <laughs> um, do like use skateboarding to transition to one spot to another, and it's mm. kind of cool because it's it's either skateboarding and you can pull off some tricks and do some rails mm. on the way, you know, look really cool. Oh. <laughs> also doing parkour, but like in, some people use longboards as well, which is mm. still a board. But I love it. I like a longboard because I'm older and I just don't want to do a trick anymore on a skateboard. Yeah, fair, <laughs> really. fair. But when I was younger, like yeah, that's all I wanted to do. 
but I like I, I agree with board writing boards to place mm. to place. Yeah. Oh, it's super handy, especially in Calgary. Like you see a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Because all our like? we have like a lot of fairly decent spots here, but we don't have any like single spots that have everything. We had the mm. one Century Gardens, but uh, they've been doing construction on that for the last like two years. Um, mm. So having a board, being able to like board back and forth from little spots downtown definitely helps a lot. Because sometimes mm. it's like a 10 block walk from one spot to another. <laughs> By the time you get right. there, you're like, ah, oh, man, I'm tired. Should we end exactly. the jam? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, going out, uh, I guess, geez, what was that, two summers ago now? When, uh, yeah. Everyone, all the Winnipeg people and stuff are out at Calgary there. Yeah. Was that uh, was that for Dupe Jam? Yeah. That had been the last Dupe Jam we did? Yeah, oh it was in Dupe Jam the summer before uh, the world changed. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, we had to cancel last summer. Yeah. And yeah. We won't be doing it this summer. No. And then we're all moving to Vancouver, so. Yeah. They've got Origins there and... I think Dupe Jam is over forever, (laughs) which is crazy. Is uh, Origins open? Uh, I think they are. I think they've actually been open for most of it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the deal is with like closures and stuff in Vancouver, but I think they found ways um, around things that their government was okay with. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. So they able to open. Like I think that at one point they had different sections of the gym taped off and it was like one person per section kind of deal. And you booked your nice. time, you trained in your section and then went home, Could which was imagine? super smart. No doubt. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Cause yeah, I can't imagine it's, it's yeah. gotta be hard trying to keep a parkour gym open during yeah. coronavirus. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, with how, how many have had to shut down mostly in the States, but Yeah. Well, even uh, here we have Breathe Parkour and our Breathe Parkour self-location had to shut down completely, which sucks because that was a fantastic gym. That's so sad. I really like that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily, we are now able to put more focus into the north location. So they're doing a lot of cool expansions and builds there and stuff. Uh, And I think personally, like, in my opinion, for the parkour community in Calgary, having both the gyms kind of divided everybody. Um, we would all always meet at the North gym. We would train at the North gym. It was the only gym. And as soon as another one opened, half the people went there, half the people went to North. Yeah. And right. it was like, it halved the community, right? Oh no. Um, Just but now split. that <laughs> there's only one location left, I feel like it'll be good for like kind of bringing the community back together, um, to train like under one roof again. Yeah. Mm. I guess. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think that's the, probably the only city that has multiple parkour gyms right like yeah toronto like monkey vault's o- only ever been one location mm-hmm. i guess origins has two but theirs is in a different city I'm, right I, or is it's that something like that it's, it's on like the outer edge of vancouver i think and i don't know if it's necessarily a full gym it's more like just a little space with some more stuff I don't, i've never actually seen it in person so i don't know how big it is mm-hmm. but it almost feels like Origins is the main location, and then there's just like a cool spot they can go to to train rather right. than a whole nother a whole facility. Separate. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned you're going to moving to Vancouver. Yes. Which is tell us about the, that. It's the scariest thing <laughs> I'm ever going to do in my life. Um, but we've got Josh and Jovi right now. So Pody, there's seven of us. 
Josh and Jovi have been there for a few years. Um, and then Jay and Rare both have been planning to move there for a long time. Oh, good. And I've always been kind of interested in it, but it's at the point where, like, if I don't go with them, it's just me and Ben back here in Calgary. And, like, right. if we want to do Pody and, like, be successful, I got to be with Pody, right? Yeah. I can't yeah. be trying to do a solo man operation back here in Calgary while everyone else is in Vancouver. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of just like a leap of faith, I guess. We're just going to we're going to pack up kind of end of October and we're just going to go and we're going to make it happen. See how it goes. And I mean, worst case scenario, I got to come back home and live in Calgary again. But yeah, whatever. I think it'll be a, a yeah. good opportunity um, mm-hmm. to grow, not just for the team, but even just for myself. Just, you know, as an adult, yeah. <laughs> yeah. something big, move into another city. Mm-hmm. Just to have different structures and different play, places to go and other totally. people to, like, feed off of, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Different environment. Yeah, you're going right? to love it. Yeah. You're going to love it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm scared. Yeah. It's all hell, but I'm excited. <laughs> Is it, like, are you guys going to be pursuing um, something like, you know, since you're parkour guys doing some, like, stunt-type stuff or getting into, like, acting things since you're going to be in vancouver is that part of the process so jay already works in film um right. and i've done a bit of work in film before he's a special effects technician uh oh, and i've awesome. done just like some like set decoration and stuff so we're probably going to end up working in film in vancouver because it's it's pretty booming there um i don't yeah. know if we'll end up doing like stunting stuff per se right but i was thinking potentially like getting into maybe like background acting just like yeah. part time on the side, I've got a, a friend there that does that right now, and he loves it. Be like that would just be an interesting side gig, you know what I mean? Yeah, something fun to do. Right on. Yeah, that'd be that'd be wicked. That's super fun being on a set, right? Like totally. You just gotta see uh, see the magic happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you're successful with that. That'd be awesome yeah. to see. Yeah, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. October is a good time, right? You will skip skip out on on winter, basically. Oh, see, I've been I've been nervous about it. Like, I really like being comfortable. So thinking about things that are outside of my comfort zone really stresses yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple nights there where like I'd be laying in bed, I start thinking of Vancouver, and I get super stressed. I'm like, oh man, I'm so scared. But a week ago, I think I saw a picture of a highway in Alberta in the middle of winter. And that was the first time that I felt like really excited about going. <laughs> I was like, I never have to deal with these Albertan winters ever again. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Because it gets, it gets pretty awful in the winter sometimes. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> no stranger to us. Yeah, we know. <laughs> that, right? Yeah, we just popped out of winter last month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, It'll be exciting to see, uh, you know, what you guys get up to out there. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And it'll it'll be a good opportunity for us to push really hard um, Mm. on OD, I guess, because we've been a little behind on things, I guess, just with, you know, being in quarantine and not being able to see Mm -hmm. each other um, Mm -hmm. and not being able to, like, make content. Yeah. Um, So good opportunity to really push back and get it going again. Yeah, so uh, actually, let's uh, talk about that. We were, before the podcast, talking about it a bit, about uh, your podcast you're doing with the Pody Boys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started uh, a podcast over the break because we were lacking content. Um, we're kind of in a weird spot with Pody, where a lot of us are 
starting to lean a little bit away from parkour um, and pursuing different things like me and Jay do our like streaming. Uh, Josh is starting to work on or has been working on like acting and like a voice acting career. Jovi is like a digital artist now. Um, so we're working on evolving Pody into more of like a creative collective where like right. parkour is part of that creativity and it's always like an inspiration and an influence. Um, but it isn't necessarily the main only thing we do. Right. Um, so the podcast we thought was a great opportunity to kind of branch out and do something a little different. We also figured podcast was a great name for it. <laughs> kind of worked out pretty well. Um, yeah. So yeah, we started that. I think we, we just did episode four yesterday. Uh, we nice. just do it every second week and we basically just think of topics that we think would be interesting for us to talk. I feel like we have a pretty unique dynamic just with uh, seven of us and we mm -hmm. each have pretty different like senses of humor but it all meshes well <laughs> together so we can really end up talking about anything and personally I think it's pretty entertaining yeah I watched a couple of clips on your Instagram and yeah uh, yeah it is entertaining for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah I never knew what a glizzy was before yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and it's it's fun making those clips too because that's um <laughs> something i do on the side is i i started really over quarantine pushing my like youtube channel so i just like make like gaming content and i've been working really hard on kind of perfecting um how to make like a TikTok, uh and just that right. like vertical format and like having the subtitles pop in so when we started doing the podcast I'm like this is perfect i already kind of know how to do this so i can just apply what I know and put out these clips and they've actually been doing pretty good so far, which is awesome. Oh. That glizzy clip has definitely <laughs> been a fan favorite. <laughs> I'll have to download TikTok just, to, just for that. <laughs> Don't worry. They're on Instagram as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. do, do you call your fans anything like, like, um, uh, kind of, we, what is it? We call them poters. Poters. It was like, from, literally, literally everything Pody does comes from a joke. So there's one of our, our videos. We were in Missoula, Montana, um, and I was doing like a transition little outro thing. And Jovi in the background walks up and is like, hey, what's up, poters? And we all just broke out laughing. <laughs> so literally from that moment, we're like, yeah, they're poters. That's what we're calling yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, I guess for Pody Boys, that's the current project. You guys have, I mean... October is still a little while away. Do you have any other projects with the group uh, com coming up? Any secret uh, things you can share? Uh, <laughs> sort of. We are in a transition period with our website. So we're switching to a different, um, I guess, store provider. So mm -hmm. we're going to be able to do mm -hmm. a lot more things with that. So we have a lot of like uh, clothing ideas and stuff that we want to do now that we'll be able to with uh, Shopify. Um, right. yeah. and we also want to try and find, uh, some places to do another one of our lost boys episodes, which is kind of oh, our adventure cool. series. Um, right. since we are all kind of leading away from parkour a little bit, it's harder to do those like hard hitting parkour edits. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but the adventure stuff, we can sprinkle a little bit of that in, do a little more like cinematography and have it more of that urbex side of thing, which we like to do. Um, right. it's just hard to find places in Alberta, like there's tons of abandoned stuff, but it's all like really spread out and not super well documented. Um, so we got to look into that, but we do definitely want to work on some more Lost Boys episodes for sure. Oh, right on. Nice. Reckon. 
Well, are you okay with backtracking? We're going to move back in time here. Talk about your origins here. <laughs> hey, origin story. Let's bring it back here to the start. Back in time. So, um, let's go early here. Before okay. parkour. Okay. Well, I guess you mentioned you were into skateboarding, but yes. were you into other sports before that? So, I had always hated team sports. I did not like playing on a team. It bored me. Uh, I was always kind of a solo artist, I guess. <laughs> I remember my mom telling me stories when I was playing soccer as like a little kid, and they put me in goal the one day. And by the time the other team got over to the goal, I was gone. And I, left, <laughs> I was over on the playground climbing around. <laughs> That's great. So like from the very beginning, like it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so other than that, I, I didn't play like any sports, really. I did a bit of track and field in junior mm -hmm. high, which was jumping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I played football in grade 10, which was the most team centric sport that I actually ever played. I did that for a year. It was fine. I didn't like the coaches yelling. I thought there was no point to them yelling at us. Uh, and then yeah. I started parkour pretty much. So you would have been grade 10, you said? Grade 11 10. you started? Yeah. Um, it was 2010, I think, July 1st. I remember, I always remember by the day that I like signed my waiver at oh, the great. like original parkour gym that was here. So that's what I go by. Oh man. Yeah, so it was the summer after grade 10. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what was it that like got you into parkour? How did you hear about it? So <laughs> it's the craziest story ever. <laughs> I saw a YouTube video. <laughs> what? That's the whole story. <laughs> there was this video of this um asian dude in a white shirt and a red tie i believe and at the start of it he rips oh. the tie off does this crazy flying dragon jump off a roof yeah, uh, yeah. And does all these like super old one. school style uh, parkour moves like in a mall mm -hmm. and all this stuff and yep. uh me yeah. and rare actually who was on podi saw that video we're like that's cool we should we should do parkour uh and then we googled it we found a parkour gym and decided to play football that year in grade 10 and after that went and tried out parkour at the gym Wow. Yeah. The EMC monkeys are responsible for a lot of people getting into parkour. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Right? Wow. So, okay. That's, uh, I mean, I guess pretty standard at the time. Find a right? YouTube video. <laughs> totally. I love um, when, I don't know if you guys call them muggles, but yeah. we yeah, call yeah. them muggles. Yeah. People yeah. that don't do parkour. When they ask, like, oh, well, how'd you get into parkour? I'm like, yeah, hey, I saw a YouTube video. And they're like, <laughs> that's it? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looked cool. <laughs> I was on a mythical adventure. Right? And I found out what parkour was. They expect some crazy story. It's like, no, I just saw a cool video. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that's all it comes down to. Right? <laughs> it does actually for most of our uh, people that we had on. I guess, uh, yeah. 2010, too. That's like a few years like Jump London, Jump Britain would have already been out for a while. Were those, did you watch those like when you started? Was that something that. I didn't actually. No. Oh no! Um, I think the the first big parkour video I saw was probably that uh, Storm Volume One. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what that was. I think that was like 2013. Honestly, I think it was. Yeah, it would have been a few years later. But I don't think like early. I don't think we realized really at that point how much parkour was actually going on around the world. Because we mm. just had, we saw that one video, we're like, okay, that's cool. And then we went to our, like, tiny little local gym. 
Uh, it was called No Limits at the time. It was like maybe 20 feet across by 40 feet deep. Like it was tiny. <laughs> Made enough room for maybe like five people to comfortably train in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that was just kind of our whole parkour world for a while. Um, until we started like finding the teams like Storm and like Farang was a huge influence. Right. When we were starting, uh, that was probably in like, yeah, 2013, 2014, I think. Back when like they added Pasha to the team and he had well, uh, yeah. Pasha the boss video and yeah. all this crazy stuff. And we're like, that's so cool. We got to do that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So do you do parkour? Like, is it like your profession or you want to just do it for a hobby? Do you consider it like your sport? Like, do you tell your friends who are muggle friends or like, oh, yeah, what do you do? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to um, go do some parkour for uh, about five hours. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, like, or is it like, how, what's parkour for you? Um, it's definitely from a training standpoint, a hobby. Yeah. But it's always going to be like a huge part of my life. Like, I, I will always be involved with the parkour community. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, like, parkour is a huge influence for Pody as like a brand, kind of mm -hmm. like how like a lot of brands are influenced by like skateboarding and stuff. Uh, parkour is that for us. Um, and we also just like have met so many cool people through parkour no doubt like yeah. and like everybody in parkour is in that same boat like <laughs> all of my friends for the most part either started doing parkour with me or i've met through parkour yeah, um, yeah. always common, a huge, I feel. huge part of my life but for a right. training standpoint i don't think i'll ever hit pro level and i don't necessarily want to i, I want to get to a point where it's just enjoyable to do i'm not too worried about having to do all these crazy big tricks and make all these mm -hmm. crazy um pro videos and anything like that i just want it to be a, a fun uh influential thing in my life yeah that's where i'm yeah. at that's exactly mm -hmm. where i'm at it's like my moves aren't that big or grand but you know i like the flow of them and i like, just like moving in a parkour style it's just so yeah. fun <laughs> Like, oh. I wish I would have found it at 15. Like, oh, right? <laughs> it's so ripped off almost. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was definitely a while there where I kind of lost the fun aspect of it. Oh, okay. Um, it was probably a little closer to when COVID started, maybe like a year or so before. And it was just like, we were all getting pretty good. And mm. we were all getting into that big plateau. But it was more frustrating to be at that plateau than it was like, oh, this is just a, a healthy challenge. Um, right. And then I started getting like the knee problems and I couldn't do my side flips as well anymore. And I stopped right. working at the parkour gym and it was just like I was mad that I wasn't progressing. Yeah, like, that's not how it should be. Like, sure, my training isn't as high quality, I guess, as I wanted it to be. But I really lost that fun aspect for a while. And I want to make sure that I get that back when I do get back into training consistently with parkour. Yeah, it's it's really like easy to set these like expectations for yourself, especially mm -hmm. when watching, you know, social media all the time. Right. You see so many big clips and it's like, well, I should be able to do this. Totally. But then you can't and you maybe get upset with yourself. Yeah. It's so even, true. Even just comparing but, myself to older clips of myself. Like yeah. my my uh, personal yeah. record for side flips in a row is 19. Good for you. Wild. I'll never be able to do that again. I was only able to do it once. But 
now even like one side flip is tricky. So right. now yeah. I know like I'm like, that's fine. It's okay. It's okay that yeah. it's tricky. But there's a point where I was like, man, I'm not as comfortable with this stuff anymore. My brain's yeah. telling me that it's scary. This isn't right. Yeah. It wasn't scary a year or two ago. So why is it scary now? And I was just beating myself up about it. Like that's not the way to go about it. It's just things change, you know? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think yeah. And you you definitely get like a different level of mastery though when you like when you're a little younger and you can kind of like do things without thinking about it too much. Yeah. But then you get older and like, well, I got to really like really figure this out again. But then once you do, it's like it's set. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just it's, a different mindset. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 But then, you know, having your knees start to hurt too, that's a. It's not really good. Yeah, <laughs> wants to no. feel that. Definitely got to fix that one. <laughs> a few more months, you'll start doing knees over toes and we'll be back. Yes, to the I, 20, really, 20, you're 20 gonna that, I swear. Oh, yeah. I'm just rubbing my, my knees right now as we're talking. I'm like, yes, knees. I love you. <laughs> oh, man. What, so, what are you. Oh, go ahead, Tom. I, I, I was going to go into the aspect of like what kept you training throughout the years of you know since plateaus can hit like i know for a bit for me was definitely like the social aspect but i don't know what kept you motivated um yeah definitely there's just the social aspect like you you all know the feeling like going to a jam even if you're like ah i don't really feel like training today but then you get there and you see people doing cool things all your buddies are there yeah. And you just can't help but want to join in. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely like by no means a solo trainer. Like going on to train on my own is very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I might like want to and like get out there, but then I'm like so unmotivated. So it's like very much like a social sport for me. Mm-hmm. I love that community aspect of it. Um, and yeah, just seeing other people train makes me want to train. Yeah, I feel that when uh, there's a jam out there. Totally feel yeah. that aspect. Right? Yeah, I guess Pody Boys too. Like you guys have been a group for a while, right? Yeah. Like how many years is it? Been? Uh, well, Pody was started in 2015. Um, wow. Before okay. that, we were called Urban Wolf Pack. Which is okay, like cool. Sick, 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 <laughs> yeah. But like we that. started that in like probably 2013, I think. Mm. I've been training with like the same dudes for years. Crazy. That helps. That like, does that help help you keep the progression going? Then, like, is it definitely? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when I see them doing other stuff, it makes me want to get better as well, right? Like with uh, like here, I've like I said, I've been training a lot less, and Rare's been training a lot less, and we see Josh and Jovi in Vancouver still going ham at it. We just <laughs> released an edit uh, from some of the clips from last summer, and some of the stuff they're doing is nuts. Yeah. But it, I see that and I'm like, man, I want to get out there and I want to train again. I want to train with these guys. And it's like, you know, like watching like a Modus video or something gets me stoked as well. But when I see that it's my buddies doing it, I don't know. There's just something special about it that I'm like, yes, yeah. I want to do that too. Yeah, it's still there. I don't think that passion will ever leave. A yeah. Parkourist? No. Yeah. <laughs> Parkourists. <laughs> That's like, it's it's a funny thing hey, that it's such an individualized activity or sport whatever you want to call parkour but it it does almost have a team aspect yeah it does of that like you're not relying so much like in soccer or something where you need someone to pass you the ball but this just like having that team around 
helps yeah. so much, especially when it's someone around your own skill level. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to teach each other and learn from each other. Yeah. And even outside of parkour, like just having seeing Jovi work on his content creation makes me want to work on my content creation. Like it's just seeing each other working on things makes you want to catch up, I guess, almost. And you want to mm -hmm. work hard with them. Right. Yeah. It's like someone, you know, doing your own thing. You want to do other things with them and then just get to know them better. Just besides the one thing that you do with each other. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so it's parkour. So now you're going to do other things. Like you're going to move into a house probably with all your good buddies. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like <laughs> there's that weird content, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I can't even imagine what kind of weird shit's going to happen there. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen the, the green screen skits that we made with Josh and Jovi. We did one, um, it was a commercial for Empire Parkour's ankle thing line they did. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. And so Josh great. and Jovi edited, or uh, took footage of them on their green screen, and they sent it over to me to edit. So, like, <laughs> we're going to be doing stuff like that all the time when cool. I'm actually there, and I can go over with them and, like, <laughs> plan this stuff. Oh, my God. Them. Oh, it's going to be wild. Uh, that's got to be one of the best parkour commercials. Oh, I'll yeah. say it. Best parkour <laughs> commercials today. I'm so proud of that one. <laughs> We've uh we've actually for a long time like back when we were Urban Wolf Pack, mm -hmm. we always had the thought of like it'd be so fun to have like a Pody House series where if we all lived together we just like filmed the crazy shit we got up to, um which like that could potentially become a reality at this point. Yeah. It depends yeah. on if like all all five of us that are going to be there move together or if just three of us are together. Depends on what we end up actually finding there for housing. Yeah, not always an easy task in Vancouver. Mm hmm. You can't score sometimes, but there's a whole bunch of housemates in Vancouver housing. Like it's yeah. it's 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 different than what we know of. It's it's yeah. actually kind of cool. It's really communal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Hmm. You were gonna ask a question before, Christy. Before I yeah. cut you off. So oh no, it wasn't <laughs> a cutoff at all. Um, I don't remember to tell you the truth. Oh. Yeah, but um. Speaking about movies, what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to say Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I love it. It's just silly. It was uh, pretty influential on me as a kid. Uh, it's just the first one that pops in my head anytime I ask that question. So you know, like, that's that is it. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> well, that's great. It's one of my classic movies. Too. It's so I good. Love I love the vegan part. I'm like, yeah, that's totally yeah. <laughs> so vegan. I'm I'm, I'm plant-based vegan, whatever the yes. label is. But I just love it that there there is a slight jab in the movie. Yeah. Especially with coffee. Like, that's my right. Like, no vegan diet, no vegan powders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But that whole movie is solid, too. Like, even yeah, the effects. And, you know. Yeah. The action, oh. especially if it's an older movie now. Action holds up so well. Right? It does. Yeah. Like, totally. You know, you go back to some older ones like, oh, man, compared to the stuff today, that's so good. not so good, but yeah, yeah that one holds up real well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some I'm going to watch that this week. Classic tricking in there. Yeah, I want to watch that now, too. Oh. All right. <laughs> Let's do a split screen. Let's put it on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We can turn this a stream here. Of... <laughs> Here's the rest of the podcast is just you guys it's listening to us watch a movie. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> that'd be fun. Oh, jeez, I'm glad I asked. 
Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> that's gonna have to. That's gonna have to be a regular question. Now we're gonna have to add that. Totally, in there. just throw it in there out of nowhere. What's your favorite movie? Oh, well, movies. <laughs> it's the Matrix. It's Matrix for sure. Yeah, always. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <To> everyone. <laughs> what is your favorite parkour um, short film or video or? Mm. Well, that's one of the top five. So maybe we'll save that for later. No, no, that's okay. That's good. Okay, just, um, yeah, want, favorite just, parkour video. <laughs> favorite parkour video parkour movie. <laughs> um, should clip. It's hard to say. Ah, oh, there's so many good ones. I think, um, honestly, just like the spitting in the wind series, like by Modus. Oh yeah. I just think was just super well done. Um, and it's something I always like pictured myself wanting to do. Like we've always had the idea of doing like almost like a skate tape type series right um and i just like that it was a series too like they got up to so much and they put it together so well it was just really fun to follow along with that one i i think yeah. of that one often hmm. yeah i remember that one and you're right it is like a skate series and i think that's what got me kind of hooked a little bit more into parkour because like i used to watch skate videos when i was younger too and we'd <laughs> just be glued to that screen watching right? How they do that, you know, yeah. rewind, how they rewind, how, rewind, you know. Like. <laughs> yeah. And that's the the kind of content, like, personally, I'd like to make, like, for Pody or whatever. Um, so that definitely, like, vibed mm. with me a lot because it's the style that I like to see. Right so. on. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you get up to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch all those again. It's, they've been, it's been right? a few years, eh? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Classics. Yeah, maybe give uh, Soul Destroyer another watch too. That's always a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Soul Destroyer is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, someone, some, some, someone in Canada has to make a good series like that. So yeah, <laughs> you guys got to do it. No pressure. All right. <laughs> Netflix Canada. I haven't picked up my camera for like two years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so getting back to Calgary uh, community a bit. How how did breathe really come about since you guys trained at a different gym before yeah so if i got my facts straight um the old gym is no limits and uh matt who is the owner of breathe um i think they took over management of that gym uh and they also started breathe actually it was a parkour magazine um so through working at that gym they were working on their magazine and then it kind of worked out that once that gym went under, Breathe was ready to open their own. Um, and it was just kind of like a natural progression, I guess, from working in a parkour gym and having a parkour magazine to just owning a parkour gym. Um, so that's when the North location first opened. We basically all found out with like, I think it was like three days notice that we lost our jobs at that first gym. And then Breathe was like, cool, we're ready to open in a month. <laughs> so we're like, sweet, we got jobs wow. in a month. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up just helping set up the Breathe North location and planning mm. and designing it. So we all from the beginning, um, I guess not, I say we all, but it wasn't all of Pody, but like me and Rare, um, Mike and Ben were all teachers at Breathe North mm. um, for a long while. I was with Breathe for five years. The wow. first couple were at north and then i switched over to south because it was closer to home oh neato uh, yeah we kind of we kind of helped 
build that whole first location, which was really cool, yeah. which is actually technically that first location is gone now um, because in the right. facility they're in, there right. was two sides and then with a basketball court in the middle. Yeah. And the one side was breathe. The other side was just another uh, like regular old workout gym. And breathe has actually moved to that other side now and taken over that space. Yeah, so that original that, yeah. is actually gone, which is it's kind of crazy. We've gone through, I guess, like three gyms now in Calgary. Wow. Think about yeah. it. That first gym, the original yeah. Breathe North, and then Breathe South have all evolved into something different. That's very good, though. It looks like a great gym. I'm sure it's going to. It's pretty cool. Very happy with how it goes. And we've, we've learned a lot because Mike does all the designing of the Breathe gyms. And oh. he has learned a lot from our like initial plans, like for North, like North, we are like, let's have a huge foam pit. It'll be great. We've never had a foam pit before that. Yeah. I, we had a giant <laughs> ass foam pit, which was cool, but it was right in the middle of the entire gym with eight foot walls on all sides. Yeah. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea, uh, but we did it anyways. <laughs> but then we learned a lot from that. So we made the South gym. Um, Mike did a great job designing South, but even from South, yeah. there's a lot of things he learned. Hmm. that he was able to implement into the new north location so Ooh. i think the current location we have right now is like probably the best we've had Where about south south? i know um, calgary pretty well it's in the northwest right by marble mall oh really yeah, yeah so okay. on the other side of the train line from marble mall there's like that yeah. home depot yeah just in behind that in a big building oh very cool yeah i used to live in behind marble uh, mall. okay yeah yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. Neat. So it's right there. Huh. That's dang. <laughs> yeah. if, only if, it, if only it was there uh, how long ago? Hey? Um, <laughs> I can't even, I don't, I'm not even going to say how long. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm not. <laughs> like 10, so getting, 15 years ago. <laughs> getting a, a gym too. How, like, do you notice a shift at all in the community? Like, did more people start coming out or, or did outdoor jams get smaller? Like, how did that so shift work there when we first had breathe open uh the community definitely grew a lot yeah. um which was sweet and there's there's tons of people that were training for a while there um once the gym like split into two like i said the community kind of got divided mm -hmm. and um i gotta choose my words wisely here I don't want to. I don't want to shade and breathe. Yeah. Right. Breathe is very like business focused, which is right. fair because you got to be to to run yeah. a business as a parkour gym, right? Like that's a hard thing to do. Parkour is not yeah. a very big sport, so right. there's a lot of really like young kids that go to breathe, and they very much market towards younger kids, yeah. which makes sense. Um, but a lot of these kids just see it as like this is the class they go to, and that's it. So hmm. it's um. We don't have tons of people that actually come out to just do parkour and they see it as a community thing and come out to jams. Of course, I've been on the outside of it for a little while here, so I'm not sure what the jams are like. Um, but from when I was last kind of like in on things, the community was kind of shrinking a bit. You know, we were getting older. People were stuck in school. They were working full time jobs. so We went, didn't have as much free time to train anymore. Um, but we do have quite a few like like regulars and a, a couple. Yeah. Um, we have like a couple dads that train consistently and stuff, which is super cool. Nice. Um, and again, with with South Breathe closing and North Breathe becoming just like the only location again, 
um, it'll be really fun to kind of build that community up again. Um, yeah. And as, as far as I know, like the staff at Breathe currently have been doing a really good job keeping things going and properly training their classes and stuff like uh, since I've been gone at least, which is good. Because yeah. I know like for myself with teaching, I wasn't very good at implementing like the, the important like calisthenic stuff and like the strength training. I just didn't have like a mindset for that. Um, the current staff like are really good at adding that stuff into their classes. There's right. a lot of great coming out of there, which is awesome. That's uh, it's definitely the hard part, hey, of uh, you know, going from a kind of a formal teaching setting and then integrating this younger generation or new athletes to the community aspect. It's like not a smooth or obvious transition hey it's yeah true. like some people do but will come through and then they're at regular outdoor jams but a lot of people don't right yeah <laughs> right? and it's it's hard to teach the community aspect of things yeah like you can teach the skills you can have fun in your class but a lot of people don't realize that there's more to parkour than just going to the gym and doing your lessons yeah which it's it's hard to show people that especially when um, they're younger people too, because a younger person that's a little more inexperienced might go to a jam and see people doing crazy stuff and just be like, well, I'm just going to stick to my classes because I don't know what any of those movements are. Huh, right? right. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Yeah, then we get these, like, um, they call them next-gen PK, like, we three of them that just yeah, took yeah. hardcore and they're the right kids to run with it. Like, yeah. they're just going for everything like yeah it's, it's awesome yeah, yeah it's it's great with, and with ben and Tyrion, like for and, and rylan for teachers you know like and, yeah. and Jill, like just holy cow like these kids are gonna be great give like yeah. three or four years right like they're good mm -hmm. now <sighs> yeah totally. yeah. Right. yeah but it, it definitely takes a different kind of nurturing and a different mm -hmm. amount great. of focus than just teaching mm -hmm. does which I think with both the gyms being split, we had to focus just on the business side of things. Yeah, of we course. had two locations to to fill with staff, yeah. to manage clients, yeah. to keep running and operational. So it was harder to focus on just or that community stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah, that it's just yeah. one location, less to worry about, we can put a lot more effort into that community side of things. Yeah. Um, Very cool. which is good and I'd, I'd love to be a part of that like i know i've been away from breathe for a while and i don't want to just jump back in and be like hey guys haven't seen you yeah. for a long time but here i am but yeah that was always my favorite part and like you know like i did sunday jams for years and um we did our competitions through cody dupe jam for i think we did four uh four years in a row right on. Uh, and that was definitely my favorite part of it was just like kind of fostering the community and I, I definitely miss that about parkour yeah. really want to get back into that side of things too uh, that was uh that's like a, a a staple canadian parkour event you know yeah like, right ah dupe jam you know we gotta go <laughs> have a chance <laughs> yeah we all went i had to stay for some other reason but that would have been a fun time to go with you yeah yeah that was, that's a good one i mean it's such a good spot you know i mean it's a it's a solid 14 hour drive for us but uh yeah. <laughs> you know good place for everyone to to meet up yeah. totally great yeah, downtown definitely, parkour definitely too. miss doing uh miss doing dupe jam for sure you can have have uh, a revival in 20 years when everyone's old 
Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, everybody, meet in Calgary for this summer. And <laughs> we'll try and jump on some things. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your walkers and your... Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Brody, are you going to um, continue on in competition? Or are you just... Like, I, I noticed that on your, your Instagram, like... Like, you've done a couple competitions. Is that something that... I know you mentioned your knees earlier, but besides that, like, is that something that's up your alley, or...? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I have mixed feelings about doing competitions. I love the idea of competitions. Like, I yeah. think it's a really fun thing. Um, but I always found myself just getting too nervous about it. Hmm. For, hmm. for no reason. Like, yeah. I wanted it to just be a fun thing to do. Um... <laughs> So the last like big competition I entered in was uh, NAPC. Yeah, I can't remember what year it was, but I landed like a double B twist on concrete uh, after like Shit. tweaking my ankle, <laughs> which is like a huge accomplishment. I think I did like super well in the competition, Good and I think that was kind of enough. I was like, I you know I got to a point where I was solid enough to compete at a pretty decent level in a fairly high-end parkour competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should say fairly high-end. It is very high-end. It is yeah. really. It's yeah. Much, yeah. The yeah. high-end. Um, and I think, I think I'm cool with that. Like, Thanks. if I don't compete in the future, then that's totally fine with me. If I do, it'll probably just be a fun little thing to do. Oh, like, try yeah. it, just to try out the skill comp or just yeah. see how I do. That's what and I, I think, love about it. Yeah, I think yeah, the main no. focus for me is just going to be just getting my techniques down. Good, good. I don't care if I get back to being able to doing like 10 and a half foot standing jumps or anything. I just want to have really solid technique and being able to do like just nice, smooth, flowy movement. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where it's at. Cool, thanks. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of competitions, do you think those uh, should keep getting pushed more? Should you think that's where the future of parkour lies in it's a very more good competition? Um, I think competition's a good thing in the right hands um, because most people that do parkour understand that it is a very much an individual thing. Um, so like when it comes to competition, it's not always like, like nobody gets mad that they didn't place first. Like, yeah, you can be like, Oh right. man, I got to improve and work better. But like, you don't look at the guy in first and be like, oh, you suck. I'm pissed at you because I got second, right? There's that that animosity just isn't there in parkour. You're right. Most part. I feel but that. Yeah, you're right. That's because these competitions are run by the parkour community and the people that, like, know what's up. So if it gets into the hands where it's, like, just some dude that puts on events deciding he can run a parkour competition and inviting people out, I don't think that's the way things need to go. It needs to, like, stay mm-hmm. in the hands of the people that know parkour and know the community. Um, but competition is a great way for those higher end athletes to like make a living off parkour. Like there still isn't tons of super great ways to make a living off parkour. Like you can, but it's like owning a gym or winning competitions or somehow making it big on the internet. Like, (laughs) right. Yeah. Somehow it's still a, a tricky thing, but competitions will bring in, like if they keep going, they'll bring in sponsorships and eventually maybe brands can sponsor athletes, like very much like skateboarding. Like, um, right. They do like the, the street league for skateboarding every year. And that's like the biggest competitions and athletes will represent their brand and they're sponsored by that brand. They get paid by that brand to skateboard, which is something that's like slowly happening in parkour, 
like Modus kind of does that. Um, I mean, of course, I'm not sure the details on how their athletes get paid or if they get paid or whatever. But yeah. that's something that could happen. And I think competition is probably a good way to push towards that. Yeah. Because uh, competition brings in viewers and viewers really? bring in money, right? Yeah. I guess that's really cool. I don't know if you saw Store actually recently said they're going to double someone's prize money if they were aware their new store stuff at a oh, competition. Did that's you, awesome. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. That's oh, cool. Yeah, so that's like a parkour company right there. Yeah. Actually, it's like in a way, fun. sponsoring totally. an athlete. Right? And that could only just progress. Like right now, a lot of the main brands are the teams themselves. Like yes. Farang is a team, Store is a team, yeah. Modus is a team. Um, but I imagine it will get to a point where there's a brand that doesn't have a team that puts a team together. Right. Like mm, if, if right. Nike has like the Nike skateboarding brand, what if they yeah. start like a Nike parkour brand and they bring on athletes as their yeah. athletes? Right. Just hire the best. Handle yeah. those those millions. Yeah. And get the... <laughs> but competitions just brings more eyes to the sport and just I, I think helps it grow. Just, of course, right. got to be done correctly. Like like store, yeah. I guess, is a perfect example of how to grow parkour um, properly through like social media and stuff. Because mm. you see tons of parkour related content, but it's like Minecraft parkour, Fortnite parkour. <laughs> like I, I was watching a video about Monster Hunter, which is a game where you hunt monsters. Parkour. And the yeah. guy's like, just do the parkour move over here. And I was like, what? That's excuse me <laughs> but then you see stores content they have like seven million subscribers and they're doing parkour yeah so they're doing it the correct way whereas minecraft is doing it the wrong way <laughs> yeah so competition has to stay in that same vein it's got to be done the correct way or else it could potentially hurt the sport right um yeah that's what, yeah that's yeah. gonna so many options too with competition like uh the traditional you know speed skill style stuff but then yeah. you get into world chase tag which oh, yeah. basically high level parkour right yeah. it's cool yeah which world chase tag is a good example of how to progress parkour in a competition right yeah. they're taking it yeah. and changing it in a way yeah. that appeals to the masses to like to the muggles that don't understand parkour and they're like oh it's tag but they're just really good at moving around their environments i get it now yeah. right yeah so that's a super good evolution of parkour. And as I don't know tons about it, but as far as I know is like, it's a lot of parkour athletes doing it and yeah. they are recognized as parkour athletes while they're doing it. Right? It's not like yep. those, um, what's that show? American gladiator or whatever. They have yeah. all like the obstacles and stuff, or I guess Ninja warrior is a good example. It's like they have parkour athletes on there, but they aren't always highlighted as parkour athletes. It would be like, Oh, he does parkour on the side and they show backflips. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's parkour, but there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> it's that community we talk about, right? Like yeah. that's such a huge part of parkour. Like uh like skateboarding culture. You see skateboarding culture. People understand skateboarding culture. They don't just see a person riding a board and they're like, Okay, yeah, I get it. That's skateboarding. That's not all there is to it. And people know that. But parkour don't know or people don't know that about parkour yet for the most part. They don't mm -hmm. understand that there's that whole unique culture behind it. And I think yeah. that's something that I don't know how, but that's something that should be a more um, apparent thing to the general public. And again, store probably does it store does a great job of that, right? They show in their videos 
that behind the scenes culture of it, right? Yeah. yeah just the breakdown of challenges working mm-hmm. on these yeah. uh, progressions. Right? Yeah. It's very, just the attitude, yeah. the mindset, like. It honestly is a very difficult thing to actually get across. It is. It really is. Like to, yeah. to, if you see a good video store, I mean, they do it pretty much every week somehow. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> to, to make a video of like what, what it's like to do parkour. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, it's a, it's well, a tough concept. I mean, even even to describe parkour, you know, just to define it is tricky itself, yeah. right? Like a lot of people, it's like all on who you ask. Yeah, right. And it's it's just kind of the nature of it, right? It's just it's such a a free form activity that it, it really can be anything you want it to be, right? Like someone could do just precision jumps and be like, Yeah, this is parkour. And it is. They're yeah. doing jumps, <laughs> yeah. right? It's totally it's is. just yeah. free movement. So it, it's hard to to kind of put it in a box that's understandable. Yeah. It's almost like someone's gotta figure out a way to market it in a way that makes sense. Right. And then have people uh, explore like the outer reaches of what parkour actually is. I love what That's, you just yeah. said there. To do. It's like it doesn't have a che- it doesn't have a box next to no. it for check. Like it's just it, it's, it's more like, than just that that term parkour. Yeah, like, like parkour is the definition of like think outside the box. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just love that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. good it's definition. Moved, moved well beyond the point A to point B definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm too confusing now yeah right (laughs) it's got too popular well and especially when you see like you know you see pure parkour and stuff and just the efficient movement and then you see people like uh josh malone who's doing all these like extremely unique technical and like just bizarre looking tricks yeah you know if 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 someone were to see that and be like oh yeah this is parkour they'd be like what the hell is he even doing i don't understand it's like i guess back to the the skateboarding thing you see a kickflip and you understand a kickflip you see a dolphin flip to nose slide, and you're like, "What the hell was that even?" I'm yeah. checking. Out. I don't get it. I'm, yeah, I'm you're on. right. Right, but yeah, at I least with that, there's that constant of that skateboard. Yeah. So you see that you don't understand yeah. the trick, but you know it's skateboarding. But parkour, yeah. you might see some crazy triple spin hand right. touch, one foot landing, and you're like, "Well, I don't even know what that is. Is that yeah. parkour? Is that gymnastics? Is this guy right. just throwing himself off a ledge? I don't know." Yeah. That, that constant of, is there, right? <laughs> it's almost definitions. So, yeah, it's almost like the the piece of equipment is the thing that's doing it, not you. But in parkour, it's like you. You don't. You're not the equipment doing it, you right? Know? It's like yeah. well, he's got shoes in that clip, and he's got shoes in that clip. Is it both parkour? Like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, has a deck? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> Uh-oh. What Tell you us doing? about your uh, gaming. My gaming. Oh boy. Gaming. There we go. I, I love gaming. gaming. So, um, so over the break, I started streaming on Twitch, uh, which has been pretty fun. Um, and I started really leaning hard into my YouTube channel, my gaming channel, uh, which I've had for years, and I've I just love talking about video games. Um, and I don't always have like the same gaming interests as my friends do. So initially, I started it just kind of as a way to just be able to talk about it. Um, But I think making gaming videos and making videos specifically is just a 
a culmination of everything I've kind of learned actually like through parkour um, with like video editing and shooting um, and even with teaching and like how to talk mm -hmm. and like, mm. you know, use my, I call it my YouTube voice <laughs> um, and a hobby that's gaming um, and just putting it all together into one thing, which is just making gaming content. Um, and it's just, it's super fun. And it's like, I've realized what I want to do. Like I've been, I've gone so many years where I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Should I go back to school? Should I not? Like, should I just like go get an office job? I don't know. And even just through this, like last quarantine I was on, which was like six months. I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm good at making these videos. I yeah. love video games. Um, and this is just, it's fun. Like I would do this every day for the rest of my life. hundred cool. percent. Uh, it's not like. the easiest path. Making no, it's not. Money on YouTube, can do but it. I think I could do it, and yeah. it might take some time, but um, it's just fun. It's just a Brody. culmination of everything I've learned, right? Brody, let me hear your YouTube voice. Uh, I've more or less been using it this whole time. <laughs> it's it's hard to do if I'm not like reading a script out. Oh, My yeah. friend has a DJ voice. Yeah, even like like streaming, I'm just like casually talking and stuff, right? right. And then I have like a. So on Twitch, you can get rated. So when someone finishes their stream, they send all their viewers over to your stream. Oh, uh, hmm. it pops up. It's a raid. Everyone sends like, oh, it's a raid. So I have a raid video that plays because I'm awful at explaining what my channel is all about in yeah. the moment. So I just made a little video yeah. and I have a little what character that pops up. He's got like my my logo on him. And I am basically talking my YouTube voice and be like, whoa, you sound so different in that from your stream. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like great. trying. I'm not just like shooting the shit. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I, I mean, love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, is there uh, one game in particular that you like mm -hmm. to stream, or are you kind of over over the place, all over the place with it? Or uh, I'm a little, that? little all over the place with it. I consistently play Zelda games. Oh, oh yeah. specifically because, like, for the longest time, The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker has been my favorite game. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, you know, I haven't played a lot of these games since I was younger. And I've played through a lot of them just the one time. Whereas I played through Wind Waker, like, I think the last time I played it was my seventh time. Wow. So I was like, man, I, I want to try and play these games again and see if, like, this one really is my favorite. And I was like, that works perfectly. I can make a video on each one and write it out, dissect Jesus it. System. And I really think about if these are my favorite games. So I get content out of it. I get to play the games again. And I get to figure out if Wind Waker truly is my favorite Zelda game or not. <laughs> so I do a lot of Zelda. Uh, I've found a new joy in horror games, which oh. I never really played before. But playing horror it. games on stream is super fun. There's one called Visage, which is probably the scariest game I've ever played in my life. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're basically just in this house, all these creepy noises and stuff going along, and you can find different items that start different storylines. So there's one that has this dude on crutches that like chases you around, and I, was, yeah, yeah, I played yeah. that that's one first. Scary. That's like, totally scary. Holy. I was like, that's that's scary, but like not so scary. It's just some uh, dude. Like, is it like whatever. Oculus and the shock suit and all? No, that. <laughs> but there's another storyline with this grandma. Oh! Her head like glitches out, and she makes these weird ass sounds. And there's one point where it was the most subtle thing. The people on stream didn't even see it because it was so subtle. 
But I was on edge already from everything else happening. And I turn a corner and it's just her head peeking out. And I like freaked out. I like threw my mouse <laughs> away and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And everybody's like, what? What happened? I don't know what happened. And it, just that moment, I was like, man, this is so fun. Like just having the people in chat reacting to what I'm reacting to. It's a little less scary because I feel like I've got people with me. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've really been enjoying playing horror games a lot. It's been super fun. You know, Brody, um, the game that got me off of games was the Orcarina of Time and the yeah. Majora's Mask. And yeah. um, I gave it a lot of my time, let me tell you. <laughs> and it burnt me out to this day. So I'm afraid oh, when like these parkour games are going to come back. Because like, am I going to get burnt out again? Are they going to yeah. fry me again? Like, Am I going to spend 29 hours a day on this game? Right. <laughs> Oh, speaking of parkour games, though, I'm very excited to see what happens with Stora's parkour game. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like that's a, a huge thing. Like, we're talking a little bit about like Minecraft parkour and stuff, and yeah. I actually have a, a video on my channel about parkour and how it's viewed within like the gaming sphere of things. Okay, which is a very wrong definition, I guess, of parkour. Like I know we talked about parkour; it's hard to define. But it's very much not just jumping from block to block in Minecraft. Whereas right. you you Google parkour and some of the top Google results are Minecraft parkour, Minecraft parkour, Minecraft parkour. <laughs> which like isn't the worst thing. A bunch of these little kids are aware of what parkour is. But they don't really know what it is. Yeah. They know it exists. They just don't know what it is. So it can in a way hurt the image of parkour. But games like you know, stores pro parkour or whatever they're calling it could be a really good way to start changing people's opinion on what like a parkour game is. Cause right mm -hmm. now it's very much, Oh, you have advanced movement mechanics in your game, like getting over a ledge, running across walls. That's a parkour game. Whereas technically, yes, there's parkour movement in it, but like we've said, parkour is more than just the movement. It's the community it's yeah. the attitude, it's the training that goes into it. So I'm really hoping the parkour, uh, the store parkour pro game, can shed light on that, and really introduce gamers, I guess, yeah. into what parkour actually is. Yeah, I mean, in a way, you could you could actually simulate that by having multiplayer, right? Like, oh you yeah, could be in the same area with your friends. Oh, sick! Right? Trying these things in a game, and if you're, you know good enough you could go over there in real life and actually do it totally like how yeah. awesome is that have right? you mentioned what unit they're gonna have it on i, don't I think, think everything they have, but probably oh, really? everything oh That's, no say goodbye they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> so they're just gonna have to like release a bunch of dlc of people's local spots you know like right oh, that'd be cool. so you don't just have to be in london to yeah train out of location in a game and then go do it right <laughs> yeah it's exciting i think it's in the right hands with story too cool yeah yeah i don't think it would turn out very well if it was just some company like yeah let's try and make a parkour game right well same same like we talked about with competition right it's got to be in the right hands yeah. for it to actually help out the sport then it just turns into a mirror's edge right and then suddenly yeah. you're fighting right. people and shooting people right and... <laughs> Like yeah. parkour is enough. It can be yeah, just a need, parkour game. You don't need to put ammo. It's one of the the points I make in my my video about it. I was like, 
this isn't parkour. We don't use guns in parkour. <laughs> you imagine like Tony Hawk's pro skater, just like you have to go like shoot a guard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No. Yeah. Kickflip. No, it's not skateboarding now. Yeah. Skateboard away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I'm there's. I'm really excited for that though. There's room for exaggeration on it. I think, like you know, if if in the store or parkour pro game you did a roof mission and had to run from a security guard or something like that isn't typically something we do in parkour, but like it's just a fun exaggeration of yeah. what we do. True. Yeah, I think there's like, definitely room for that and like having a tiny bit of a parody aspect to it mm-hmm. just because it's a video game, right? You want it to be fun. If if they made a parkour game that was purely just parkour built into like gaming mechanics, it probably wouldn't be that fun, like depending on right. how deep you get into it. But there has to be the right amount. Like you can have it super simple. Press square to vault, press circle to flip. But yeah. That's going to get yeah. stale pretty fast. But then yeah. if you have it super complicated, like press R1 and R2 to land each foot and press the other triggers to balance. Yeah. Like, that yeah, might be yeah. <laughs> Well, a game just turns into like co-op, eh? It was like... Yes, <laughs> co-op with parkour, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there, there needs to be a good balance of legitimate mechanics and a good balance of kind of more for fun, goofy stuff. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that's it is a... a uh, big aspect of parkour, right? Like having whole things of trying to make parkour videos. Totally. Like that's a whole other aspect of the. Yeah, of totally. Like that that could be even something cool to add into that game. Like have different challenges where you have to shoot a line. Yeah. And it'll give you like an area you got to shoot your line. You make up your little line, and as you do it, a cameraman records. Yeah. Something. You know, like that ear in your mouth or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be super cool. Wow. POV. Yeah. In-game POV parkour video. Right? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's be very really interesting to see what they come up with. That's really with, uh, deep, actually. With enough yeah. uh, photorealism, uh, people yeah. might not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they can put different avatars in that game. That'd be really neat. I think they're going to have different, like, athletes and stuff in it. As, like, like, bird people characters. or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> bird You're going to unlock an alien to play as. Right, like, there you go. That's what right? I'm like, that's, that's the perfect kind of, like, goofy stuff to add in, right? There's <laughs> something fun with Maybe that. I, I hope they do. <laughs> yeah. Something fun like that. I'm sure they will. That'd be great. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do a throwback, like, the old uh, Sebastian Foucault video yeah, of being chased yeah. by a chicken. Right? Like, yeah, see? They could be funny like that, too. Yeah. Get totally. the chicken. <laughs> there he is. Cool. So, video games. Yeah. Are you much... Are you into, like, shooters at all? Are you a Fortnite, uh, Fortnite player? Yeah. You know, I or, am now. Modern Warfare? I have to admit. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't... I did not play shooters growing up. Um, but because of this quarantine break, it was a good way to start playing with my friends. Uh, a lot of them do play shooters so i started playing a bit of like valorant a little bit of apex um Mm. and i started playing fortnite uh, like a year or so ago just with my nephew because he always wanted me to play so i was like okay i'll play with you and slowly grew on me a little bit and then through twitch i met a bunch of really cool people that all started playing fortnite like religiously (laughs) so i started playing with them a bit more here and there just to play with my friends now i'm like okay fortnite's pretty fun it is that's pretty fun (laughs) i'm not a huge fan of the community around it i guess or like the the whole memery of it 
<laughs> like right. every yeah. move, every dance move in there is from TikTok. But as an actual game, like it's a solid game. Like it, it is yeah. really enjoyable. It's easy to pick up. Yeah, you know, definitely. pretty simple. Everything simplified. Yeah, I'm just not that's... good at building. <laughs> oh man, that's like that's the worst. Yeah, you're like shooting at someone, then there's a tower suddenly in front of you. Exactly. You're like, cool, five people left. I could win this one, and then there's an eight foot tower or a eight story tower in the way. And you're like, okay, yeah. well, never mind. <laughs> just take me now. It's over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too bad you can't just dig down and just quit. Yeah. Dig, yeah. Right, yeah. dig a hole. Else. The other side Fine, you're going up. I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's a good hack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm getting a little more into shooters, and I definitely prefer them on mouse and keyboard. I cannot do shooters on controller. Oh, so yeah. Hard. Mouse and keyboard is like cheating. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I've been getting, personally, I've been getting back into Halo. Oh, recently. nice. Oh, no, cool. Tom. And uh, that's on the Xbox with the controller, but you can cross-platform with PC. Oh, okay, yeah. And oh. PC players dominate. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> dominate. It's because mouse and keyboard is cheating. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so much easier to aim. I just was never able to do. Well, like like I said, I I never grew up playing shooters. Yeah. So my experience with shooters started on mouse and keyboard. Because I know a mm. bunch of friends that are like, I can never play yeah. with a mouse just because they grew up playing controller. But when it comes to yeah. games like uh like Dark Souls or Monster Hunter, for example, playing on a mouse and keyboard, no bueno. It's got to be a controller for that one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I'm hardwired because that's how I grew up playing them, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's what you're used to. Yeah. You, you know, I got a curious question. Um, what was your favorite arcade game? Did you ever get into arcades when you were youth? Like, did you have a spot where you went to go? And I didn't really, but I do remember the arcade at the movie theater going yeah. there all the time. And I actually looked this up the other day. Um, it's a game called Vert. Virtua Fighter, Virtua oh, yeah. Robo or something. And it was this robot game with these two controllers that you had to move back and forth and like pull one forward and back to turn. Oh, I and I remember playing <laughs> that all the time and wanting to play that every time I went to the arcade. Cool. Um, and like just trying to get to the 10th fight to like finish it. And <laughs> I just thought that was like the coolest, most intense thing as a kid. <laughs> so yeah, that was like cute. definitely one of my earliest like video game memories playing because a lot of people are like controller and i think <laughs> this is me hey controller i think like the big oh like like a classic like uh like street fighter fight pad yeah totally have, like the arcade <laughs> style pads for it. yeah <laughs> street fighter totally that's a good one yeah just... anything i remember from arcades is just like yeah getting on like the motorcycle and just crashing it immediately yeah, yeah. just turn way too much you have no control yeah. <laughs> i can do it i can do it <laughs> i'm just a kid yeah he can't touch the ground yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got a, a couple arcade games at our work because we have like our little entertainment area really? yeah. inside all the trampolines and there's a what little race car game that the kids sit on all the time they're all like knockoff yeah cheapo games no, yeah uh just because the the supplier we had i think for some reason they they stopped working with us some weird stuff happened so we have some other supplier and they're all just knockoff games now but (laughs) (laughs) i always see little kids on that bike just wobbling back and forth yeah not actually playing the game just having the time of their lives (laughs) i rode a bike today (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love arcades. Yeah, arcades are cool. There was just never really a big arcade here that I know of, at least. Just at the it was theater. Just always at the theater. And they, they would have like a handful of games, but there wasn't anything yeah. too crazy. Okay. I think we can uh, move on to some top fives here. Right Good on. for that. Yeah, my best. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start with um, your top five athletes that, you know, inspire you or you just like to watch. For sure. Top five athletes. All right. So I've always had a hard time keeping up with all the athletes and stuff. Yeah. Um, Josh Malone is definitely one, though. Just extremely mm-hmm. unique movement. Um, I've always loved Zen Shimada. Um, oh, yeah. Again, just like, just stuff that you don't typically see, like those weird movements that you look at and you're like, what was that even? I want to learn that. I love that kind of yeah. stuff. You yeah. can't understand it right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And along with that are Bodhi's very own Josh and Jovi. Yeah. Um, I just, I love watching those guys move and they kind of fit in that same vein of things with that unique movement. Just yeah. that stuff that the average person wouldn't think of. Oh yeah, yeah, so, that that style. Yeah, I don't know who I've got for a fifth. I think that's probably a top four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. All right then, we'll go on to your uh, top five places uh, that you either want to train at or that you have trained at. Gotcha. Okay. So any anything really. Um, <clears throat> it's unfortunately gone, but oh. the Missoula gym. Oh, was Missoula was oh, yeah. one of my favorite cities to go visit. Uh, I love the community down there. Um, and their their gym that they had there, they had I think it was their second gym because they had to move locations so they rebuilt. Right, that was an incredible space. It was just so well designed. There was so much packed into such like a small space. Uh, not that it was that small, but like it was just yeah. very well designed. Uh, and I loved training there. Cool. Um, and also. I guess for the second place in Missoula is um, whatever college they have there. There's a lot of just good little spaces um, in that college uh, that I just have fond memories of training at. I'd love to go back yeah. there to look at it again. Uh, number three was the old Century Gardens. The new Century Gardens, like I said, uh, that's our big spot that we have here. It's been rebuilt. I think there's a lot of like glass railings and stuff now and uh, oh. all the walkways or all the landing spaces are filled with like plants and stuff now. Yeah. yeah. But that was like a treasure trove of parkour. Like we went there and trained consistently for probably a good five years before it got taken down. Uh, and every single time we went, we found something brand new to do, something oh, we I never thought that. of before, which is wild. And it was like um at least like a Canada wide known spot. Yes. For yeah, people. for sure. Like, tons of people knew about that spot. It was just such a great place. We hosted a competition there at one no. point. Oh, like, cool. oh, it was awesome. I think actually it was the, the competition we did before dupe jam. Oh. Uh, we were doing mm. PK AB and we did it there. Um, but then it was too hard with permits and stuff. So we did it, did dupe jam the next year in the gym instead, but that was a fantastic spot. I love yeah. that spot. Um, number four would have to be Origins. I think Origins is just again a super well designed gym. Um, fond memories there of NAPC. 
uh, and it's going to be my new home gym soon. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited to get out there. Yeah. Uh, and see what updates they've added and explore Ooh. that space again. Uh, and then finally would just be breathe. Breathe was home. Yeah. And it, yeah. is home. it has been so many years. Uh, breathe South specifically. I worked there for so long. We trained there for so long. Uh, I was a, a big part of that space. Uh, so yeah, definitely enjoyed yeah. that gym a lot. Very upset it's gone, but yeah, that, new things is good too. That was, um, I guess I'd been to the second Monkey Vault location, like in Toronto, before. That was always a good space, but yeah, I went to Breathe South after, and that was like, I mean, just the space was so big. Yeah, and there's so yeah. much in there. It's like this is a legit like just parkour playground yeah there's so much it's yeah. almost too intimidating walking in there you gotta catch <laughs> your breath, right seriously like yeah. you gasp for breath you're like <gasps> someone built this start? beautiful thing <laughs> yeah it was, it was great it was yeah. yeah it's been yeah it's been really awesome to see uh the changes in canada parkour over the last you know 15 years or whatever now like to go from no one knowing what parkour is to you know two gyms or i guess there's still two in in alberta yeah right um yeah monkey vault growing origins getting bigger like mm. yeah i still have to go to origins I might i actually might be able to get out there this summer if nice if it's definitely a cool restrictions space. don't change <laughs> yeah right oh. We'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for uh, the future here. I can hope uh, people keep getting more spaces, keeps mm -hmm. getting you know Great. bigger and better. Totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I think uh, NAPC is such a great thing for like Canada parkour too, because yeah. it's one of the biggest parkour competitions in the world, if not the biggest. And it's in Canada. That's yeah. incredible. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. That is wild. Hey, you'd think like, uh, obviously the UK is such a hub, right? Like that's right? It seems like parkour is like just in the UK, you know. Mm, right. But then that <laughs> the biggest event is in Canada. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah. I uh, <sighs> yeah. Hope those uh, you know, sport parkour league uh, keeps uh, pushing things and mm -hmm. get more more events like that. Totally. Oh. Once the world calms down. Yeah. <laughs> calms down like the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, we're getting there. We're so close. <laughs> you need to calm down. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, all the, if you don't mind, Tom, I love asking this question. It's the sage advice. Yeah. All right, Brody. If you were to give a piece of sage advice, somebody new to PK or um, someone who is wanting to bring uh, their skills to the next level, what would be your advice for that? Uh, make sure you jump using your butt. But actually, no, is, is take care of yourself. Like for real. I know so many of like, even just my own students, I'd be like, oh, you guys got to make sure you're stretching and like, huh? are you going to regret it? And me as a young student was like, yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'm young. I don't need to stretch. And you really do. Like even when you're young. So it's definitely like as fun as parkour is to just jump in, do it, 
and then go home and not stretch. It's like, if you want to do this forever, you have to take care of yourself. I used to have the dream of being able to backflip at 70 years old, but that's not going to happen if I'm not taking care of my body. It's incredibly important and a lot more important than I think a lot of uh, athletes, if not just younger athletes, uh, know. So sage advice, use your butt to jump. (laughs) <laughs> not just your thighs <laughs> stretch work all your muscle but groups activate them all yeah. yeah don't just huck big flips work on your basic techniques to build all those other little muscles like yeah really well said thanks yeah <laughs> i can't honestly can't be overstated enough honestly right? i think seriously yeah like do yourself it. a favor <laughs> i've seen it in tons of of younger kids and parkours it's stopping because they get too old or they feel like they're uh not not get too old sorry they uh start getting like pains in their knees because they haven't been stretching and they're getting older like they're growing right yeah or kids that just huck the big strong things or crazy things and then lose interest because they never took the time to learn the basics that would help them keep learning the bigger things right yeah so yeah yeah, that's uh, something that's not so driven into people like the old days when uh, it's like the yamakazis, like you had to do 10,000 reps of something to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I believed that. Yeah, you don't have to do 10,000, maybe 1,000. But their trains <laughs> up there is just like train, 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 yeah. then throw down a line, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I wouldn't mind going when the world calms down. Yeah, totally. All right, then uh, I guess we'll kind of say our fake goodbyes now. And uh, <laughs> if people want to follow you on, you know, Instagram or Twitch, what where can they find you? Uh, so if you want to follow my parkour stuff, uh, it's Pody Shaw. And if you want to follow any of my gaming stuff, my Twitch stuff, it's Ravioli Spills on everything. <laughs> so... <laughs> just ravioli spills <laughs> sweet i'm gonna include that in the description too for That's anyone that one, wants brody. to follow, follow brody and give him a show follow his stuff it's always entertaining yeah <laughs> i appreciate that thank you <laughs> hey we appreciate you thanks for coming on um this yeah. is really a good chat and i, I like yeah. where you're coming from in your mindset so uh, i can't wait to see what you can uh do in the future yeah thanks for having yeah, me man. on guys it was thanks. great catching up with you yeah. Uh, and hopefully uh we'll be able to see you soon. Hey, can, <laughs> we, can you come back on like when things like when you move, settle down in Vancouver and stuff and have oh, you back yeah. on and oh, we'll talk about your new projects? Yeah. Okay, cool, right on. I think yeah. I think we'll have to have a have a Pody special. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe get a group on. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air, but yeah. that could be possible. That'd be great. Cool. I mean okay. Awesome. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, the usual stuff. Like, subscribe, rate us. Do 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 the thing. Yeah. <laughs> we want to keep on doing the thing. Um, yeah. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye.